Yes, guys, what's good? You're tuned into Pi Radio, Manchester's number one youth-led radio station. My name's Gerns, and this is Mango Masala, the South Asian show. I hope you're well and enjoying the bank holiday weekend. I saw a tweet the other day that said how this weekend really is the going-out party of summer, and to be honest, I couldn't agree more. To those in Manchester, happy Pride. I hope you're having a wonderful time. Today's episode, I'm going to be joined by Madisha Sukdiras, an Elam Tamil photographer and creative based in London. London to talk about her latest project, Not Just Brown, Not Just Indian, which was released in commemoration of South Asian Heritage Month. Not Just Brown, Not Just Indian focuses on the lived experiences and beauty of some really incredible South Asian women, as well as celebrations, traditions and history of South Asian countries from a female perspective. Yes, guys, what's good? You're tuned into Mango Masala, Pi Radio, South Asian show. My name's Gerns and I'm joined here by Madisha Sakdidas. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Just saying as well, it's a bit early in the morning. But... It is. You have to do what you gotta do. Yes, that's so true. But it's nice to meet you. Um, I think it's funny. Um, we'll get into discussing your um most recent photography project um later on in the interview. But it's interesting how I'd seen um shots of it kind of passing um throughout my Instagram, and then now it's all coming together, sort of thing. So it's it's cool how that's how I sort of knew of you first, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is the person who's brought it all together, sort of thing. Oh, amazing! Well, I'm glad that it's getting out there because that was like one of the goals with the project. The one of the reasons I created the project is kind of like teach people, predominantly outside like, people outside the South Asian community, more about the our culture from an authentic and genuine perspective and also going beyond like certain stereotypes like around surrounding arranged marriage and little things like that mm-hmm. and just assuming that everyone's Indian little things like that that's why I kind of created the project no definitely and we're definitely gonna get into more unpacking exactly why there's a need to do that as well yeah. um but for people listening that might not know who you are might not have seen your work do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself so I'm Madhusha Sakhidas, I'm a London-based photographer and a lot of my work is kind of like cultural documentation I would say but it was it's also a bit of fashion photography, it takes like a very fashion photography approach to it but a lot of it, like most, especially my personal work, really revolves around exploring my own personal heritage or South Asian culture in general and can sometimes take, take like a still life approach as well as taking a bit more of a fashion approach. And how did you get into that? Was um, photography and art something that you'd, on fashion as well, something that you'd always just been interested in? Or was there a, a turning point for you? 100% that was a turning point. Before, like, I, I always just knew that I was a creative person. And, like, back in school, like, from, like, year nine, I don't know, from a really young age, I just knew that in the long run I wanted to do something creative. I had no idea what exactly, and I didn't know if you could get a job like at this point in the creative industry and I didn't know what that would entail and a lot of the stuff that I was doing in school up until like year 13 was a lot of like more fine art based work so a lot more like drawing sculpture um that kind of thing really and like painting as well and then I think when it came down to like year 13 when you get that pressure of like you've got to go uni where are you gonna go which was ridiculous because it was so like my school really precious about uni but never talked about any other opportunities like apprenticeships and maybe even going straight into work little things like that which was really really irritating but um I remember just being not ready for uni because I was like I don't know what I want to do I also didn't want to do something and then regret it and then drop out all these things 
also because I was like oh my parents would kill me <laughs> if I dropped out um so I ended up I ended up actually doing um a foundation year because I spoke to my teachers about it and they suggested that would be best but just before that I'd also taken a photography workshop so when it came to me deciding what foundation I would do I really wanted to do one that gave me a bit of chance to explore photography a little bit more but I did kind of do that but I ended up doing fashion promotion and that's kind of how I got into fashion photography because it was that was like an element a part of the course and then ended up doing photography at uni that's kind of how I got into it it's really interesting to hear about how because I think before people have I've interviewed about their passions about their careers they've been kind of like oh yeah I've always sort of been into it like it's always I've always known I was going to do it but it's interesting to hear a story where there definitely was a definite okay this is what I, I'm a lot more interested in this now this is what I want to pursue sort of thing so yeah. it's really interesting to hear that story um so you mentioned before about um how a lot of it is like cultural documentary type um stuff that you cover um why is it so or is it important to you to cover that element of stuff and also um your own sort of your own being your own heritage as well why why is it that that is something that you want to explore within your work so i think when it comes to like south asian culture in general I think for me it was just I've always had an interest and I always wanted to explore that part of me and I think like like most South Asian kids in a westernized country I feel like a lot of us most of the time have spent so much time with family and all this kind of thing and weren't faced about being South Asian for me like being Tamil and things like that and then it's when I started school and moved like when I moved to like Northwest London where it's a bit more like not like the area I live in isn't like predominantly brown it's more like white dominated you start to notice difference in you and people making comments here and then you, you want to fit in right at that age so I started to distance myself from my culture and then I think in the back of my mind I always wanted to explore it and go like reconnect with it and I think my best way of doing that was through art and also on top of that like I think when I was when I started doing a lot of projects like this I started to notice that like the one thing that was really irritating with uni and the educational environment is a lot of them when it comes to creative stuff they want references from galleries from google all these kind of things just various references but the things that i was interested in it was so hard to find references and when it came down to finding references i feel like before like the black lives matter movement happened and then everyone galleries started to notice a lack of like poc representation in terms of artists in terms of their spaces um, before that I just felt like a lot of the artwork that you would find is just stolen art and ma majority of the time like if you go to the like, you know, British Museum majority of the time the things that are stolen tend to be mainly like religious artifacts and yes I feel like religion plays into culture but it's not the culture completely so I feel like there's still so much missing and I think for me that was just really frustrating that a lot of like the work out there it's so rare to come across someone who is telling like a South Asian story from an authentic perspective as well like that was like such a big thing for me and yeah that's kind of I think how I got into the work that I create and then in terms of more of like my personal projects really revolving around my identity it was my way of kind of like because I'm like my parents are Sri Lankan but we say we're Tamil because of everything to do with the war and the history of the war and it was my way of like really like 
I, I think when I was younger, I was just a bit scared to like ask certain questions because I didn't want to bring up certain traumas and whatnot. But then the older I get, the more curious I was, of course, to know like what happened, to know a bit more about their history as well and their perspective of what happened in the war. That that was my kind of way of exploring that. And through that, I really like, I think with, with when I was asking questions like this, I just knew that it became really important to me to like really maintain my culture and really highlight highlight that and showcase that and show people it exists when you hear so many stories and like everything about Tamil genocide and how like people tried to eradicate Tamil identity it does suddenly become really important to you to maintain that and that's something that's happened over the like I would say like the last five years and I think that's why it's really important for me to put out that kind of work as well as it's for myself but it's also to show that this has happened like this is part of our history but so many people might not know of it. No definitely that's really like inspiring to hear and definitely I think it's interesting because obviously what you're talking about the history of the Tamil genocide and all of that is obviously such a big thing but it's also one particular story like it's interesting because it's such like it's got such a big magnitude but at the same time there are so many different other stories as well so if that in itself is one particular story and that itself is such relevance um such uh um moving and emotional background to it then imagine what all the other um elements as well if you just bring it together and appreciate and understand that there's not just one set way of being quote-unquote south asian essentially exactly there's like so much to our history and i think that's what was really infuriating i think like i remember growing up and like you remember like in school and like history lessons and stuff and the thing the only thing they really constantly talk about was like the world war and for me like yeah that's like of course acknowledge it that is important but then if this is a city like especially london that claims to be like multicultural and like uses diversity as a selling point or whatever to attract people then why is it in school and education when like my school was predominantly like poc but then like you didn't acknowledge any other like war or history that much and that was really infuriating so I think it was part of the reasons why things like that why I created why I create the work that I create because so many people don't acknowledge it and like it's just irritating that they don't thinking about um the South Asian perspective as well I'm presuming I'm right in assuming that even when they covered the world war it wasn't like they covered for example the participation of um south asians or yeah in that yeah of course it was all about like what happened in britain not really much about who helped out yeah that was really annoying as well yeah no i think that's definitely a a common um issue that is still going on with the um British education system to this day, but that's a totally other topic. That to is that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, let's focus more on not just brown, not just Indian. So I've realized we've kind of been talking like in in bits about it, but we haven't necessarily explained to the listeners what this project actually is. So do you mind just explaining um what not just brown, not just just Indian is all about and how it came to fruition? Like is it something that you've um had in your mind for a while or did it come about throughout lockdown? I think I might have read in your impress just yeah it kind of did come back and like it was something I essentially wanted to do in final year like I think after my experiences in uni like 
oh god I'm really spilling the tea here but like I remember in um in like second I think it was like second year or can't yeah it was second year where I was creating some work and because of what I struggled to find online and in, in like gallery spaces and whatnot a lot of my references became like my family history family photos objects that I had at home and I remember like back in uni they said like that's not enough you need to find artists online whether that's you just create a one-off piece just to pass you need to be able to do that and that for me that was really infuriating because I'm like I'm I want to create like you're telling me this is a course and space where I can create what I want to create but then why is it I face so many more limitations compared to someone else you know and like that little things like that really started to infuriate me and I remember and finally I wanted to create this project but then pandemic happened and it was just not possible in terms of like just the amount of people I had on board for each shoot it was just not allowed so and then <clears throat> I then had to like change it up completely and create something different, which I'm still quite proud of because it was a project that really revolves around like Tamil history and also around my mum and like I got her really involved in the creative process, which I'm actually grateful because I don't think would have happened if it wasn't for lockdown. But at the same time, of course, I would have loved to have done this then. But like stuff happens and I managed to... <clears throat> One thing that was really amazing is when I managed to win some funding and that's when I was like do you know what like I remember like I was given so many options of what I could do with the funding because they were quite like free about it and they said like it's for your creative practice and the first thing that came to mind was like no I want to do this project because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get another opportunity like this because the reason part of the reason why I wanted to do it in uni is because you would get the studio access so I thought let me use the funding to build this and that's kind of how it came about in terms of like the whole process of it and like really developing it like I had a lot of factors in mind and how I wanted it to go like one key thing for me was like when it came to South Asian women I feel like there's this just massive stereotype and culture around just us our lives being so centered around arranged marriages and just marriage in general and like when you look into like South Asian culture or South Asian women on Google so much comes out about marriage and even when you look into like for example Bengali culture or any of this or that there's so much that comes up really revolving around marriage and for me that was just really irritating because that's not that that's not the only thing that's to our culture there's so much more and there's so much more that you do not find on Google like the things that we have grown up doing that we just know of but you don't really see much of online that people aren't aware about and just make assumptions so one I had certain things like I didn't want it to look anything I didn't want it to look bridal at all I wanted to be quite stripped back and for each one I kind of wanted to focus on like a certain concept but it was really important for me to work with people from those like that have like a respective like heritage from each of those countries because one other key thing for me was if I'm going to do this I want to do this from an authentic and genuine perspective because so much work revolving around South Asian culture that I found online was created by someone who wasn't South Asian you know and they just took cut like a couple of photos in this country and things like that and sometimes those had to be my references and that was really irritating um so I kind of just worked with the people from each of those countries for each team to really build the like concept it was a very collaborative process it was also really nice because with I'm also quite a sentimental person and one thing I did do is include elements of each person who was involved like whether they were behind the camera or in front of the camera just to because showcasing their lived experience was such an important part 
of this project because that is the reason why I did it is it's yes to show like to showcase aspects of our culture but also just more from the experience of someone who's lived in that culture you know that has grown up doing these things and that's like a normal thing to them and for people to actually understand of what it really really means I really enjoy that element of um touching on each individual person I think that's so nice rather than just like you say a typical thing is googling getting a few bullet points just ticking off the boxes like that was like the last thing I wanted to do because I'm like I'm so sick of what you find on Google and even when it came to me trying to research like because one thing like of course like for me this was also a massive learning process about each like South Asian culture and if I wanted to understand more kid you not when I googled things I couldn't find anything so I had to go to the girls which I didn't mind but it just shows like this is part of the reason why I did it because there's not enough research or explanation onto our culture on like a really deeper level so that's kind of also why I went to the girls as well and also like I think there's just something beautiful about showcasing aspects of things that they've grown up doing because I think for them that a lot of them are saying like which I is for me this part's bittersweet in the sense of like a lot of them are saying that they hadn't really seen a project like this before someone who's wanting to actually highlight their culture from an authentic perspective before and it's both like an amazing thing that I'm glad that they can finally see that but it's also like in 2022 have we not seen that and that's the that's why I say it's bittersweet on the one hand it's like so commendable that you are trailblazing in that sense but then it's also like you say it's like why are you needing to trailblaze like you really shouldn't need to and obviously we want people to go and look at and appreciate this art project but um maybe not um maybe not describing the photos in a sense but do you mind just briefly going through the the six um areas and just uh, again I, I i know i'm asking you to like kind of like we can't be concise here but um do you mind just like kind of maybe for each one just giving a few examples of the type of um the type of ideas and type of sentimental stuff that you got into for them breaking it down a little bit i guess so for example for india i think a lot of the girls who were involved who were in front of the camera were creative as well like super creative outside just modeling so we focused on well we call it Kualam in Tamil but it's called Rangoli and um we focus I think on Holi and just creating that the patterns from that the things that you do like growing up when you're at home like one of the girls was saying that she does it with her grandma and I just thought that was something really beautiful and I think that's what we wanted to focus on and I think that that was one of the reasons why we did that. That one was like the one of the first shoots that we actually did. So for us, for like the entire project, that was really my way of figuring out how is this actually going to go. So that one was like a massive learning curve for me in terms of the structure. And then I think the one we shot after was Afghanistan, which was like a really beautiful one, actually. But that one, I'm glad that one of them focused on this because I feel like in South Asian culture, family is such an important part of your lives and they're so involved in so many aspects of your life that it was important for me to kind of highlight that so with this one we kind of focus more a little bit on childhood memories essentially kind of things that you do growing up like back in Afghanistan or like with your family and the girls involved in the shop were actually cousins and the two girls behind who were doing like the creative direction styling and makeup were also cousins so little things that we did is like 
and the reason why there's like a kind of bright blue background is because the girls like the girls behind the camera were saying like growing up when they used to go back home and see their family and see their grandma they just remember seeing like a bright blue house that their grandma lived in so it's the little things like we like that that we did and like the way we set it up and had everyone dressed up like a, the girls in the shot had like matching fits that they've just had from their family that I was just really because we had like different cult, like cultural fits that they wear then also we I wanted to include an element of the things that they've done and things they've just been gifted by their family that was one of them with Nepal it was actually different we I stripped that back quite a lot that one was a massive learning curve for me because um in Nepal like you wear certain traditional clothing which reflects like the caste that you're from so I didn't know that like I think caste is a massive thing across South Asia but I think it really varies from culture to culture in in terms of its importance because I don't wear certain clothes that reflect my caste you can't really tell um but with them it's quite a big deal so with the traditional fit that they wear it is a big part of it shows that where they are from so I can't really wanted to focus on the importance of that. So I was like, I want to do a strip back set, set. And I didn't want anything around because I was like, I want the clothes to be the focus. Um, with Pakistan, we kind of focused on beauty rituals, um, which I think is a nice element because a lot of them kind of, certain things do cross over and th- certain things don't. And it was kind of no- nice to learn about the history of it. Um, and then with Tamil Erlen at Sri Lanka, we focused, that one was just more like, it's kind of like focusing on our grandparents like generation and more so like more like a memory or thing that you can picture back home kind of things that they would just sit outside doing like grinding spices and cutting up fruit little things like that um that we focused on for that and I ac- accidentally managed to hit like my mum's grandparents generation with the way the, the set was and the clothing was because we didn't do any blouses because we wanted to really be like how it was back then before colonization and all that and that one was that one of course has a special place in my heart because it's my culture but also because I got like my mum has seen it and loved it and just thought it was she that I got it right and just hearing that knowing that I actually got that right meant a lot um with Bangladesh we focused on their new year so Poila Boishak which is also the same day as Tamil New Year which was fun to learn and that one was probably like my busiest shoot but they just said it's just perfect because that's how it is on like new year there's so much going on there's so much food about it's just always like a busy hectic house and there's just something really beautiful about that thank you for going through that it was it's it's nice because i think i can kind of tell from looking at the project um at first um and looking at the different photos you can kind of see the different you can get what you're getting at in terms of the different cultural practices in terms of um, how each um culture in each place is so different in itself and then also when i've read um the accompanying press pack i can kind of tell that by hearing you actually say it in person as well adds a completely new sort of element to it so thank yeah. you for that. no it's okay this is the thing i really like i think that's why i wanted to, like it was really important for me to write a little something about it because i felt like yes you'll see the images and i think it's so clear that i'm looking into these cultures and looking into the traditions and whatnot yeah but, but I feel like most people who are going to pick it up, majority of the time, the people who are from those respective cultures. But without like the certain little elements, like the one, for example, the one in Afghanistan, me focusing really on family, you wouldn't be able to tell if I didn't say it. So 
it was so super important for me that's like really why I wanted to get the project out there because it would give me an opportunity to write and speak about it a bit more but also have some of the girls speak about why they got involved as well I think as well going back to the whole idea behind the project which is again not just brown not just Indian there's no one way to be um, a South Asian woman Um, what to you what do you think that is like obviously we're going completely against that we're saying there isn't one way but what do you think the perception is like what do you think when people think South Asian women both people outside and inside of these communities what do you reckon that perception is part of the reason why I named the project not just brown not just Indian is because of my own personal experience I think that was one it was also one of the key reasons why I wanted to create this project like Growing up, I had a lot of people outside the South Asian community just assuming that I'm Indian. And I got that so much. And I even had that within the South Asian community as well. And for me, it's it is it's infuriating because like for me, it's like it's nothing wrong with being Indian. But when people then put an identity on you, like I used to hear people make certain comments like, oh no, I'm sure you must be Indian. I'm sure you must be Indian. You, you look too light-skinned to be Tamil. Like that one just really hit it there, you know, like that one was really, really irritating. And I know there's nothing wrong with being Indian at all, but like when someone tries to put a completely different identity to you that you are not from, it is annoying. And it just, make, it just makes you feel like that they're, they're not really acknowledging it. Like it doesn't exist kind of thing. And like little things like that really infuriated me. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to create this project to showcase there's so many different cultures and aspects to us and that to also teach people that when you see a brown person don't go and assume where they're from because you don't know like I'd rather like someone just ask me like what is your heritage you know like what's your culture that kind of thing rather than making assumptions because South Asian South Asia is massive it's not just India there there's so many more other countries and even with India alone there's so many different cultures within India like that was really infuriating as well so like I think it was very much about like don't make assumptions yeah definitely and I think it's also maybe not I mean within India I think the different cultures would maybe go back to pre-colonization and a different kind of like princely state sort of idea but also you've got uh, got to consider as well about how a lot of um these um <clears throat> what they're called um boundaries and structures are colonial creations so it's just sort of a thing of why are you compartmentalizing me into something that is essentially a british um creation like this idea of just being indian in a sense like in one way we've got to like i feel like you do need to kind of get into the nitty-gritty of it and just appreciate the individual cultures of where everyone's from because that's the actual authentic that's what's been there for so many years that's what's authentic to the land which these people are from essentially I think. exactly exactly and I think people just kind of completely forget about that and I think because I think well I don't know like people just always just assumed India was like the biggest South, like it is probably the biggest South Asian South Asian country but then making assumptions about then you being Indian and majority of brown people being Indian like so many of the girls who were involved in this project have heard that comment and have gone through that same experience, which is part of the reason why they got involved as well, because they were also, it is also infuriating when, because it feels like people are just completely unaware of like the other cultures that are there. And it's just, it's South Asia is such a massive 
black black area and like there's so many different cultures that how are we not aware of it especially living in a city that claims to, that that is multicultural and diverse well i mean yeah i think what what you said there without explicitly saying it in terms of it is diverse and also claims to be in terms of like, yeah, it, but yeah. it is diverse <laughs> but then you use it as a selling point but then mm, yeah. he's really like you know it's a really confusing one to say <laughs> yeah um i realized i didn't ask actually with regards to the participants in the um project the models and the um, makeup artists the camera crew etc how did you actually source them were they acquaintances from before the project or were the people you found online that one was a mix like a couple of them are definitely like, a couple of them are just really close friends of mine that I've just done a lot of projects with. Some of them are just artists and creatives that I just knew of and I wanted to get them involved. And then some of it, like what was great about the funding, like having the funding was that I was able to actually bring people down from like Birmingham and across the UK into London to be able to do the project, which was kind of useful because I'm like, I don't think I would have, unless I go to Birmingham or something like that, I don't think I would have worked with them anytime soon. So it was nice to be able to bring people down, but a lot of it was from Instagram, putting out so many call-outs. Putting out call-outs, having the people who were happy to get involved share it, having people just share it as well, which is really nice. Like like having that kind of like supportive community or like, actually, I'm very excited to see what it stands out like. Just sharing that really helped find so many more creatives. And then what was also great about it was connecting with creatives outside of London as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's nice. The more people you have involved in the project from all over the place the more feelers you obviously have to reach out to different communities different um, people that you might not have reached before so that is true that is very very true obviously you don't need to go into the exact details of it but just in case there's anyone listening who um, maybe would like to do a similar sort of project or um any sort of like art fashion photography related projects how do you actually go about getting funding is it just an, a straightforward application process or so the funding i can't lie that one's low-key was a bit of a stroke of luck because someone i know actually someone i've worked with um she just sent it to me on a whim kind of thing being like i've just come across this i think you should apply there's no harm in it. i think it might apply to you and i was like i looked at the application it was a fairly easy application because i know that certain funding like from the arts council for example it can be a very like stressful process there's a lot to it there's so much you have to read and write and i think that can be quite that can be a lot um but with this one it was quite a simple one um that i think was like like 500 words at most it was quite and then i think i just went into details about the idea and project that i wanted to create like what i want, would want to do with it i also think i wrote about a couple of other things that i would potentially could do with the money as well like in terms of buying equipment or doing other types of projects and yeah it was quite a fair, like straightforward application I would say funding still like that exists um probably things like grand plan which is like I think every month they were shut for summer but I think they're gonna be opening up soon um they give out a thousand pounds every month to certain creatives um it's a fairly that one's also a fairly easy application so I would definitely say doing that I've before this funding I'd applied for funding before I'd been rejected like sometimes I still do when I apply funding don't get you don't get all of them like but I wouldn't one thing I would say is don't take that to heart because uh, even with this one I was very surprised when I got it because I was like I've actually won some funding now what a miracle but um 
I would say just don't get disheartened by that and just keep applying because you just never know. Yeah, no, and I'm really glad that you were able to get that. And obviously it's helped so much in terms of being able to keep that um the project authentic um in terms yeah. of getting all these different people involved, that sort of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. So what's the um reception been like so far since you brought this out? Um, it's been really lovely so far. It's been nice, like a lot of the comments and like people messaging and people saying things are like a lot of it has been like it's so nice to see part of me in these photos or like parts of like their like childhood and things that they've grown up doing being acknowledged so that's really like gratifying like I'm very like like because I I well I created the project because I wanted to acknowledge the culture but then to hear that that it means like I've done it right and in the sense of also I think doing it from like an authentic and genuine perspective as in like from the perspective of the people who were in like who were from those respective backgrounds has been really beautiful as well because I did like I think if I did it with people who like obviously I wouldn't do this because it's a bit wrong but if I did it with people who maybe were South Asian but not from exactly from that country I think it would have been a very different outcome and I think doing it with the people in those countries is just it meant that I can really dive in deep into what they have grown up with and it was also a massive like learning curve for me and learning from their like perspectives. So it's been really beautiful to be to hear that people actually can really see themselves in those images and can see a part of the things that they've grown up. And as well, it's thinking about what you were saying before about not having a reference for when you wanted to do a similar sort of project in second year. Um, it must be really inspiring to think, oh, someone might be able to reference your work in the future. That was a like that was one of the reasons why I think that's one of the reasons why I create the stuff that I create. Like it has like throughout this year, especially, I've had some people, you know, re actually reference my work, which is like a really amazing feeling because it's just like it's nice that I can like I'm doing that. I I exist to kind of do that for you in that sense. Like I remember being in that position and studying art and being told that you need to find a reference and really struggling. So for then someone to come across me and find it so easy to be able to reference me and actually feel like, yeah, this is the kind of thing that I want to create or understand my work and things like that is just really, really lovely. And then also with this project, knowing that people can actually you know, reference it and be like, she, this is why she's created it, it's something that I can relate to. It's about that part especially that you can actually relate to it because I remember there's like in uni like looking at all this artwork and so many people can relate to it then most of the time like, people who are from like a POC background couldn't really you know they couldn't really understand it and that was what was really infuriating for me. Yeah definitely I really hope that this acts as not only for reference but also as like a catalyst for this type of work to continue being made without um, hesitation without barriers because that's the thing I feel like it is just a sense of once someone's put their foot through the door hopefully it opens up um, for many more people to follow in a similar manner definitely yeah 100% like I think a couple of years ago for sure I would not I was in like it because I think I was just in environments where it wasn't that great and I did feel so limited in what I can create and like being told that it wouldn't be interesting if I did this or that like this from a tutor like back in foundation like foundation wasn't the greatest year for me and I think it was having it's kind of having all these kind of like experiences like that year where I was told that it wouldn't be interesting if I did this about my culture or this and that from a woman who was obviously white and just did not understand 
anything about the culture and seemed like she didn't really want to to be fair it was just this is why it was so important for me to do this as well because I was so sick and tired of having hearing little things like that throughout like my creative practice especially in like education and then you come out and you're like actually no I want to create more and more like that's the epiphany I had in like second year and I was like screw it I'm just going to create this because this is what I'm genuinely passionate about so one thing I would always say is if you do have ideas like this do not let like because like certain environments you are in can probably aren't sometimes maybe aren't the greatest but don't let that limit you because you you'll probably potentially end up regressing not creating that work yeah definitely I think you it's like you shouldn't have to push to create that in sense of like you shouldn't have to sort of explain yourself and justify it but at the same time you've got to keep fighting for it because it's so important and hopefully in doing that you'll maybe make it easy for people after you to be able to yeah like that that's what that's what I that's I think that's what keeps me going because I think for me it's more like it was infuriating that certain people could get away with you know just creating whatever they want to create but if I want to create something that's a bit more personal about revolving around my culture yes you might not understand it but it isn't necessary for you to understand it like at the end of the day when I was in these environments I was told that I could create whatever I wanted to create the things that I was passionate about and this is what I was passionate about it wasn't about making it you know malleable for some people to understand and relate to it wasn't about that because 100% the environments I was in I was majority majority at the time I was just pretty much the only South Asian like across uni or foundation so for me it wasn't about that it was more like I want to share parts of my story and history and I'm so glad I did because I think I when when I started doing that especially across social media I met more and more South Asian creatives as well and that's been a really beautiful process and a lot of people have asked me like have you met so many people have you like that's something I'm like really struggling to do and like having like that community as well has been really really lovely as well in terms of just the support yeah definitely I think it is really nice how that exists and I think that's one of the benefits of social media and an online sense of community as well in terms of you aren't restricted to purely the people that you see on a face-to-face basis yeah yeah Yeah. definitely so thinking towards the future now um obviously I imagine you're current priority is focusing on um not just brown not just indian um but looking towards the future have you got anything future planned in terms of projects or are you purely focusing on this for now um i've mean, i've got a couple like small like one day shoots like small like projects um probably like throughout this year but my predominant focus is definitely going to be not just brown not just indian and like i think there's like a lot of things i want to do with it and like I'm planning something quite exciting I've not sat down and created it yet but I've just got some ideas coming for it but um I think I'm just going to take it so like one other thing I'm like learning as an artist because I think sometimes with social media there's this pressure to keep creating work and to keep that like presence going but at the same time I don't think it should be a thing like I just want to take it slow sometimes like you know create like when I'm ready to create so I don't think I'm going to be doing any big projects anytime soon like this one took five months like almost half a year to create so I think for the rest of the issue definitely gonna take so might have something next year who knows it's very much about like what comes to my mind and what I'm also passionate interested in as well yeah no I think especially as an artist it should that's the way it should be like you shouldn't feel forced to do stuff for the sake of making it because it 
will inevitably lose that authenticity and inevitably therefore not deliver the same results like i think it's a shame because i feel like maybe people who are in the managerial positions or the people at the top who their their sole job is essentially to just deliver art, art, art might not understand that that's not the way that it works do you know what i mean and yeah, yeah. That is like the sad reality. Like people, like it takes time. Sometimes for me, like the way my mind works, I think is that sometimes I'll just get like a random idea. Like I'll get a random idea and like, yeah, I want to shoot that. And sometimes it might be a sheet that I can even do in like a couple of hours on the day. Then there's sometimes there's other ideas in projects where I'm like, yeah, I want to kind of do this, but I need to flesh it out. Like it takes some time to really build it. Like there was this one project, like I had the idea in mind, but like it took like like two three months to really like only recently really finalized the concept and had visuals and kind of started to see how I'd want it to look but that itself took it took a while it really like it just really depends but at the same time like you shouldn't like I don't I used to when I was younger I did used to feel a bit stressed out being like oh I feel like I'm not putting enough work out there or I'm not producing it fast enough and then like throughout the years I think especially after creating this project I realized like it's really not that important to be like that because I know me and I'd rather create something that I've like I'm just really genuinely happy with each time I put it out rather than something I'm just putting it out there for the sake of putting it out there yeah no I'm really glad that you've been able to get to that position so early on in your career as well like definitely it's the way to be rather than just churning out stuff for the sake of it definitely and also like you would just verge on a burnout <laughs> that too you've got to think about yourself as well definitely um so rounding things off um where is the best place for people if they want to have a look at the projects and also just keep up with your work in general um so probably socials i've got like the same at across my socials at mother x photos so um at m-a-t-h-u-x photos um probably my site as well but that's always like linked to in my instagram and across like socials as well so i'd say probably that Instagram is probably the best. I'm most like active on there because I feel like it's a really nice way to share my work. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I've only seen your Instagram recently, but I can also vouch for anyone that wants to follow it. And especially with the fact you've been posting the project recently, I went on that and I was like, oh, this is very nice, very nice, like colours and schemes and everything. Yeah. So I, I, you know, when you can kind of tell that someone's doing it with that in mind sort of thing, like it's all just, yeah I, I i like that portfolio very much so thank yeah. you <laughs> taking some time to get that i kid you not like i feel like this is like a little like a little bit of advice for some artists because i feel like people see my page and they think they just happened kid you not my instagram like two three years ago like, i think it was over the pandemic when it really changed looked so different it was just random portraits random photos like kind of like more like things you'd post on holiday rather than like really like you know like photos that are like super creative and like that this journey hasn't just come overnight it has taken me some time to get to a position where I'm creating the work that I'm genuinely passionate about well no, I'm really glad that you've been able to get to that position definitely and I look forward to seeing more of it as well thank you thank you oh thank you for coming on today it's been a pleasure speaking to you yes no it's been really really great it's been really great chatting to you about the project and and sharing more about what it's what it took to get there.